All right, good to be back. Here we go. Bracha is Dab So we are going to pick up from Chav Vav Beis. Rabbi Yehuda Oimer at Abershai. So in the Mishnah, it said Rabbi Yehuda says you could daven shachars until four hours. What does until four hours mean? Does it mean until the end of the fourth hour? Does it mean until the beginning of the fourth hour? So we are on Chafaf and Mabez. Three lines from the bottom. They ask the following Shailah. Ad va'ad brucha. When you say ad, when you say ad Abershai, it's until four hours. Does that mean ad until four hours va'ad brucha on the entire fourth hour? And we would say that would be until 10 o'clock. Let's say the, the day starts at 6, so 4 hours, and the day would be about 10 o'clock. I don't know. Until the beginning of the fourth hour, at 9 o'clock already starts the fourth hour, 9 one. So that would be the last time you could you could uh, dive in Shachars. This is according to Rabbi Yehuda. So that's the question. Did you say Ad? Ve'ad or Ad ve'ad Tashma, I'll bring you a proof. Rabbi Yehuda, I'm Ad Plaga Mincha. That you're allowed to daven until plag hamencha. This is talking about mencha. So when he says ad here, we assume he's going to use the same t- uh, meaning for the word ad in this first uh, statement. So if you tell me that ad means only until plaga mencha, let's assume plaga mencha, I'm sure you got to this yesterday, is about 4.45. Let's say you have a 6 o'clock is shkia. Let's just take these perfect numbers, it never works out like that, but let's say 6 o'clock is Shkia, and 4.45 would be Plaga Mincha. So if Rabbi Huda says, Ad, until 4.45, and that's it, that's the deadline, then it makes sense. But if you're telling me Ad means through the next time period, so when you say until 45, until until 4.45, until Plaga Mincha, so that means until the next time period, from 4.45 to 6, I can also dive in. So it has to be consistent. Whenever you, if you say Ad, until, so you made two statements. One was until the fourth hour, and one was until Plaga Mincha. So pick one. Is it going to be uh, until and including, or until and that's it? So if you look at Mincha, it can't be until and including, because... Uh, and there's my choikas, 445 or 6 o'clock. Including the next time period, that's the same exact sheet there, 6 o'clock. Shkia, sunset, that would be the same time as Rabbanon. So it cannot be that it's ad ve'ad b'chal. So it's ad, but it's not ad b'chal. It's only until that time and not more. How, but if you look at the next part of the Mishnah, Amos say, for the Mishnah had said, when it comes to the tefillas, Musaf, davening Musaf, Vishap, Musaf, and Kalayam. Now, Musaf, you could daven the entire day. That was the sheet of the Tanakam, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, Ad Sheva Shas, until seven hours. So let's keep going. Vitanya, Hailafana Shte Tefillas. Someone has in front of him two. Two tefillas. He has to daven mincha and he has to daven musaf. So you're standing Shabbos afternoon. You woke up late or you had to leave shul early. You did not daven musaf yet. But now it's already the time of mincha. So what should you do first? You, you could daven musaf first. Could you daven mincha first? What do I do? So the Gemara says, You should daven first. You should daven mincha, which is out of the, out of the uh, typical order of your uh, Yisidr, right? And then you should have a Musaf. Why? Shezu Tadira, Vizu Eina Tadira. This is a uh, general Yisoy, Tadir Vishena Tadira. We know this every time you have a Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh that falls down on Shabbos, and you have Ritzay and Yalav So you always say Ritzay before Yalav Yavoy, and it comes to, to laning. We always lane the Tadir before the Shena Tadir, right? So Tadir Vishena Tadir. So we say Tadira would come first. That is the shita of the Tanakama. Rabbi Yehuda Aimer Mespal Shal Musaf, Ba'achar Kach Shal Mincha. First, Davin Musaf, and then Davin Mincha, even though Mincha is Tadir. Why? Shezuai Veris, because 
Musaf, after seven hours, you won't be able to daven anymore, according to his opinion. So one o'clock, one p.m., you cannot daven anymore. Vizu, but Mincha, you have the entire day. Ino Everest, it's not imminent. So therefore, you could daven. You, you should daven the uh, Musaf first before davening. Mincha. Now, Iyamer b'shlama arba b'chlal haynu demishkachas lehushtei tefilos b'hadi adadi. That's how you could find two tefilos at the same time because he said until the seventh hour. When is what's the seventh hour? Is the seventh hour twelve o'clock and one second? That's the beginning of the seventh hour, or or the seventh hour is through the seventh hour until one p.m. Now, if I'm going through the seventh hour to one p.m., it makes sense. Your mincha gedolah, let's say, is twelve thirty, so I can have two t- at twelve thirty. I can look at the clock and say, "Oh, I have two. I have mincha and musaf." But if I can only daven until twelve o'clock, if I only daven musaf until twelve o'clock, then I'm never going to have this example of having musaf and mincha at the same time. I don't, I'm never going to have to make that decision. That's so you could have two tefillos at the same time. How are you going to have two davenings at the same time? Came into Asila Shamincha by the time Mincha time came, which would be twelve thirty. Azalah Shamusafin. According to that opinion, it'll be twelve o'clock and one second is already uh, too late. So that that time has already passed. So therefore. It must be that it's adv ad So you must elamite adv ad bachas akasha resha. So you have a question in the beginning about the plak hamincha business that we said if adv ad bachal means through the time period. So when when we say when Abihuda said mincha is until plak hamincha, so that's through plak hamincha. That would be from 4:45 through the wait through six o'clock. So that would not be arguing in the chacham. The chacham said six o'clock. And he says six o'clock if you go with Adva Abacha. So Mar says, no, we, we're missing some information. No, he's not talking about the second plague. He's talking about plague Rishayna Kamar Vahachi Kamar. That's what he's saying. Emas Nafik plague Rishayna Vahayil plague When he says Ad plague Mincha, it's Ad Vahad Bachlal. So let's, let's do the math here. You have the first. Uh, time period that would be considered plaga mincha, which you do 12 from 12.30 until 6 o'clock What's every so five and a half hours, right? So what would be in between that? Two hours and 25 minutes which would be which would, according to him, which would be 2.45. That would be plaga mincha of, of the mincha rishayna, right? It's five and a half, five and a half hours and divided in the half is going to be no, I'm, I'm messing it up. Two and ooh, Mr. Matt. Five and a half and half is two. Five, five. Okay, right. so what do you got? Two yeah. hours and forty-five minutes. Two hours and forty-five. So three fifteen. So from three fifteen until four forty-five, he's calling this in between the plugs. So when I say out plug, I'm until three fifteen. So that means including that time period from three fifteen until four forty-five. But at four forty-five, it's over. What does the chacham hold until six? So you see the ismach like this, and you can still fit that when he says ad, it means ad va'ad bochav. So he says like this. When do we, does the plag rishona end? And we start the plag rishona, which is 10, 10 hours and 45 minutes into the day. So if you start at 6 o'clock, you get till 4.45. Fine. That's the end of this, uh, of, of this discussion. We're going to bring you proof in a moment. So let's just talk out halach lamaisa. Halach lamaisa, a person has mincha and mosaf in front of him. This happens very often on Simchas Taira. People, by many shuls, they'll have hakafas and they'll daven mosaf much later in the day. At that point, it's, it's 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock already. You have mincha. You could daven mincha, you could daven mosaf. Yom Kippur. 
Um, many, many shuls have the sanyantif. That by the time they get to Musaf, right? You want to dive into that shul, but by the time they get to Musaf, it's already, it's already mincha. That's like the joke, right? When's mincha? So the Rosh Hashanah. So the question is, why don't we do what the Gemara says? The Gemara says you should daven mincha first because mincha is tadir v'shein tadir tadir kaidim, right? So the Shulchan Aruch says we never do this b'tzibur. That when it comes to tzibur, you you should never do mincha uh, prior to Musaf because people just get confused, and therefore we come out, we never do that. So that would be, uh, that, that's, that's the basic psaq. Yachid, perhaps, perhaps they would end up davening, uh, davening mincha first. However, there's another consideration that typically you don't have to daven mincha at this point. Let's say at 2 o'clock, you finish your akafas. So I have to daven mincha now, I'm not going to daven mincha much later. So you don't say tadr shin tadr when you're not doing both at the same time. Tadr v'shin tadr means I'm doing both right now. <coughs> Which one should I do first? But if I'm not, I'm not davening mincha now. I'm davening mincha at the posted zman. Six o'clock is mincha and shul, right? So I'm not davening mincha now, and therefore even be echidas. Many of the places can say, since you don't have to daven mincha at this point, then you wouldn't need to daven that first. What, what if you do? What if you <coughs> run out of shul? So a woman went to, so I have a relative of mine, one yantif, she, uh, she asked me this question. I was right before Shkia, and she didn't daven Musaf yet or Mincha. She wanted to know what she should do. So I told her, first of all, who says you're chayav and davening? Right? There's a whole, there's a whole shir, right? Your kids are destroying the house. <laughs> what are you davening for? Fine. That's, that's, when you're a rabbi, you can't give a shir when someone asks a shiloh. But the shir would have been, first of all, women chayav and tefillah nuts. That was two, a few days ago we spoke about Rambam, Ramban. Okay. Second of all, Musaf, all the places say women are not chayav to daven Musaf. It's funny that many women come to shul specifically for Musaf, that, that they're actually putter from davening Musaf. Musaf is not, uh, not part of the, uh, the Mishnah. The Mishnah is talking about Rachami, that's not in a chayav in davening Musaf. Daven Shachar is daven Mincha. Another thing is that, that there's, a, uh, there's a concept of tadav shein tadav works when I'm doing one before the other. What if I'm only able to do one? We don't always say tadr v'shinah tadr kaidim. Tadr kaidim means tadr kaidim gets kedima. That comes first. But doesn't mean that's always going to be more important. So maybe if you had a choice, in a, what's it called, a binary choice, I'll only pick one, so then maybe musaf would be more important than mincha. Additionally, this is very important. Is there, is there, hetero, is there um, what's more important than the other before shakia, mincha or mincha? So it seems like they're both the same. Call I am, that's it. Additionally, there's a, there's a big discussion in the place game. The Ramah, can a person daven mincha after shkia? We, we don't daven mincha after shkia, sunset. But if you look in the Ramah, there must be daven mincha throughout the entire Banish Mashas. You could, you could daven mincha all the way, right? So many place say you could. You could daven mincha even after sunset. Additionally, even according to the Mishabura, and uh, maybe not himself, but according to those place that say you could daven mincha until shkia, there's a concept. We know this from other sugyas in halacha that even a few minutes after Shkia is in the realm of Svek Sveka, perhaps. There's Shilas by, by, uh, by Yechus Nida, Hefzik Tahara that's, that's done a few minutes after Shkia. Many Rabbana will be make all the Diyavet. So you have this concept. Maybe it's a Svek Sveka. Fine. This is all during, well, she's going to run at a time, and she won't be able to daven. But uh, there's another concept here that usually depends. If it was a Yantiv, let's say it's an eight-day Yantiv. So halachically, let's say you missed Mincha. So so yesterday's daf, you daven two marivs, right? So she could daven two marivs. If she misses musaf, she can't make up musaf. Or a man. If a man will miss musaf, he can't make up musaf. Right? So maybe that's another reason to daven the, the musaf first. 
And f- and and with that, you get into yesterday's daf. There's a toys. I don't know if you got to it. There's a big toys right here. Very important. Let's say a person forgot by Mincha. They wake up. It's already Marav time. Do I dive in two Maravs? On one end, you could say, well, I'm not going to say Yalaviyava. It's already based. It's already the second day of, of, of Shvat. I was in a shul. Uh, a few days ago, so this guy claps on the bima after davening, and he gets upset at the guy. He said, "Why do we say tachanun?" He said, "Why should we not say tachanun?" I said, "It's two bishvat. Yesterday was one bishvat, and today is two bishvat." <laughs> <laughs> so the guy got very upset. Didn't have a sense of humor. Um, so, that was very cute. But let's say it's a second. It's a second. It's a second day of our sh- uh, a second day of the month. So you, there's no longer yalaviyavai. Mm-hmm. So you're standing at night, okay? To, to repeat shmanasu without yalaviyavai. Everybody did that. I did that by mincha. So what am I gaining by doing that? So that Toysus discusses, basically the, the Chakira is, when a person has a daven, when you daven Shachos on Rish Chodesh, you have to say Yal V'yavai. If you skip out Yal V'yavai, Halachas, you have to repeat Shemonesrei. Why is that? Is it because you were not Mekayim, your mitzvah of davening, your, your, your obligation of davening Shachos with Yal V'yavai in the morning? Or is it no? That's as if I didn't daven Shemonesrei, because this Shemonesrei was a daven that required Yal V'yavai, and it's as if I didn't daven. What's the Navgamino? The difference would be is let's say you forgot and now you forgot by Mencha, now it's already after after Rosh Chodesh. To repeat the davening again without saying Yalaviyav, I already did that. What's the point? But if you tell me I wasn't Yoitza Mincha because I didn't say Yalaviyav, then I should repeat this. Machlekes Taisfis brings down two sheeters in the Baiskim. The Mishabur says if it is not a Shabbos, so then during the week, if it was a regular weekday, you would repeat. The Shemonesre, you have in mind there should be a Tilas Nadava, just in case we are Machmer. But that, but that would be the, the halacha. So again, I could give this whole shir to this, to this, to this uh, young lady who wanted to know should she daven mincha or musaf. Halacha is for men, you would always, you, you would probably daven musaf in that situation. If you had, you had to make a decision, assuming it knows manim heterim after shki is the last possible time you could daven musaf and mincha, you would probably daven musaf because mincha you can make up. According, if, if it was a woman, a woman are not are not mechayiv in Musaf, she would daven mincha. Okay, well, let's keep going. You've got a shliach tzibur saying it. If you're the shliach tzibur, not you're the shliach tzibur. So it doesn't help because no one's having a mind to be to, to be to be might see anyone. So that's that's the that's the fifth paragraph. Forget the all together then. Ah, oh, Okay, good. We'll, we'll get to it in the fifth paragraph. We'll talk a little bit more about the okay. about the Shliach Tzibur. Okay, let's keep going. So Amar of Nachman. So we're going to just bring another raya that Rabbi Huda says ad ad b'chal. Amar of Nachman. Afan and I'm continuing in a brisa as well. Rabbi Huda ben Baba heir chamisha dvarim. Rabbi Huda ben Baba. He was made. He testified about five things. Number one, shemimanin esaktana. Now, there's a concept, just a little background information. We'll get to this in Gemara Masafta's Yivamas, Kedushin, that a, a father, according to the Torah, is allowed to marry off his daughter. The Pussy says, Aspiti Nasati Lishazeh. The Gemara Kedushin says it wasn't, uh, it wasn't done, it wasn't culturally accepted after a certain point. Today, it definitely is not accepted. But even in the times of the Gemara, they wouldn't, they wouldn't do this anymore. But the, but the Psukim says, Aspiti Nasati Lishazeh. A man has the right to, to marry off his daughter. What if the father is not, is not alive? So, according to the Torah, her mother can't marry her off. Her brothers can't marry her off. However, the Chacham said in those situations, in those, in, those, um, in those societies, it would be, it would be putting the girl at risk of, of, of uh, I don't know, different activity or something. So therefore, they made a takana that a, a brother or a mother can marry off their daughter or their sister. 
when she is under 12 years old, but this is only has the status of Kiddushin Dirabanan. Very interesting discussion that when she turns 12, she can make a decision, do I want to stay married? Yeah, this whole discussion. So there's a case in Yavamas, we're not going to get into it, I just want to point out, there's a case in Yavamas that in a certain situation it would mess up the Yibum. So what we oh. tell her is Mema'enes Asakana. There's a concept called Mion, she could refuse. Vayimai uh, means to refuse. We just had it in Parshas Vayigash. Vayimai means to refuse. So there's something called Mion. We tell the girl to refuse the marriage, takes her out of the picture, and you wouldn't have a problem of, of, of Yibum in that, in that situation. That's number one. Number two, that they married off a woman whose husband went to Medina Sayam, and one aide, one, one, uh, one witness says he died, so they could let her remarry. Number three, she had a rooster that pecked someone and killed, killed a baby. So they gave the rooster skila. They learn out uh, a that the same way we give skila to a shar, uh, a shar hanisko, we also give skila to a to a tarnagal. That's the third thing he testified. That forty day old wine was used for yayin uh, for the for the nesachim, which is the earliest time you could use the yayin lechatchila. Halacha is there's different levels of wine. If you ever get into wine production, when you first squeeze the grapes, that's called seichid adam eshkol shalanavim. That's grape juice. That's one day old grape. Once you, once you let it sit, so the so the uh, the grapes naturally have yeast on it. The yeast turns the sugar in the grapes and ferments it. It turns it into alcohol. So those forty days, which is basically around what, what you see today, but those are the, those forty days, the wine is called yain uh, migitai. It's called wine from the gita, the press. So that is a very poor status, meaning it, it, seemingly halakhali, it's worse than grape juice. Grape juice is better because it's, it's a fresh squeeze of grape juice. This is like in the process of fermenting, so it's called yain uh, migitim, uh, so that we do not bring as a sachem lechatchila, but diyavet yoyotza, because hakrevu not lepchasecha, so therefore you're supposed to bring good wine. After 40 days, it's considered wine. So he's telling you 40 days into it, that's the first time you could consider it wine. And the Tamil Shachar was born in the fourth hour. So what do you see from here? When he, he says, Ad it can't be until the fourth hour and only at you know, nine, nine o'clock in one second. No, it has to be through the fourth hour because you see that the Tamil was brought in the fourth hour. So we say that when he said Ad, he meant through the entire fourth hour. Good. That they brought the Tamil. Uh, in the fourth hour, was learned in Masechta's Idias, which is its choicest Masechta, like like him. And we're going to see through this parak that if something is brought in Masechta's Idias, so that has a significance. So we paskin like Rabbi Yehuda. Then the Mishnah said about Tamut Shachar Shakar that Tamut Shachar was brought at the fourth hour. So the Gemara says, Mantana Laha did Tanur Who is the who is the author of the following Bryce? The Bryce has said that if you look at the Mun by the Pesukim, it says V'cham Hashemesh V'namas. The sun got hot, and uh, and it melted the Mun. So when was this? So the Bryce says Ba'abra Shoyes. It was at the fourth hour of the day. And the Bryce says like this, Is it the fourth hour? And that's when we call it Cham the sun is hot. Or maybe I'm sorry, I'm sorry, or maybe it's the sixth hour. When it says is the heat of the day, which is in Parshish Vayera, it says Avram Avinu was standing outside, was sitting outside, 
the heat of the day. So the heat of the day, what's the hottest part of the day? Hare Sheshois, Amor. That's the sixth hour. So when it says Vacham Hashemesh Renamas, what's that? Humani Mekayim Vacham Hashemesh Renamas. So the Gemara says Ba'abashois. That's the fourth hour. And the Gemara is going to explain later on that Vacham Hashemesh means when you're sitting in the sun, that's when it's hot. So just in California, so there's like two hours of the day during, during the winter where it's hot. It says like the high of 70, the high of 73. <coughs> so you have two hours. But from, from about 1 to 2 o'clock or 12 to 2, that's when it's hot. But if you 9, 9, 10 o'clock in the morning, if you're in the shade, it's cold. If you sit in the sun, it's not, it's not too bad, right? Compared to here, right? <laughs> but that's, that's the psukim. So I told, I told my wife, that's the psukim. It's in, it's in the daf. That when the shemesh is hot, that's called v'cham ha-shemesh. When the day is hot already, that's called k'choim hayon. So when the passage says k'choim hayon, the Torah identifies midday as k'choim hayon. So what's the identification when, when we say Vacham Hashemesh must be Ba'abrashais. Now that was the Brysa. That's the given. We're trying to figure out who was the author of this Brysa. Mani, who is this? Lord Rabbi Huda, it cannot be Rabbi Huda. It cannot be Rabbi Huda. Why? E Rabbi Huda, if you tell me it's Rabbi Huda, he he holds at Abrashois Namit Safrahu. He says until fourth the fourth hour is also considered morning. Now what the, what's the problem with considering it morning? So if you look at the Psukim, the Psukim say Vayukutu Oise by Boiker, by Boiker. They gather the mud in the morning, Ishkifi Achoi. And then, and then finally, after they gather the mon, it started melting. But it sounds like pro, pro, previously it was considered biker, it was considered morning. According to Rabbi Yehuda, morning is, is, is until the fourth hour. So, is after the morning. So it can't be that he's the one that holds the Chama Shemesh Renamas is the fourth hour. According to him, it must be the fifth hour. It can't be the fourth hour because the Torah calls that after biker. He holds morning is through the fourth hour. So, can't be Rabbi Yehuda. And that the Talmud Shachar, which says Boiker, was able to be brought until Chatzois. So how could you tell me that that the sun was melting the mun after Boiker being the fourth hour? So the Gemara says, Nah, Iboy Seimah Rabbi Yehuda, Iboy Seimah Rabbanon. We can figure it out. Iboy Seimah Rabbanon. The Amar Kral the Pasuk says, Boiker, Boiker. By this pasuk, you look at the pasuk and you start your Gemara. It says, "Yukutu oisib ba'biker ba'biker." So it says it twice. Chalkeil shnei bekarm. There are two parts of the morning. So the first part of the morning was when they gather the mun. That's when it's called biker. And after that, the sun melted the mun. But that's the fourth hour. No problem. Chama shemesh It's still it's still after some level of biker. Fine. But they hold it still halachically considered biker until chatzais. But there were two levels of biker when it came to the mud. When it says about biker, about biker is telling me that really, you, you really should be able to go gather the mud until the fourth hour. But the Torah wanted us to have some type of zriza, so it says about biker, about biker, to, to knock off an hour. So you have to go a little earlier to gather your mud, and therefore the fourth hour, even though it's technically morning, according to Rabbi Yehuda, the, the, the mun would already start melting because that was too late to get your mun. Okay. Now, the Kuli Alma Mia, Vacham Hashemesh Venomus, Barber Shais. And everyone at the end of the day agrees that Vacham Hashemesh Venomus is talking about the fourth hour. My Mashman, where do you see this? So I'm Ravacha Bayaka, Vamakra, Vacham Hashemesh Venomus, Ezehisha, what is the hour? Shahashemesh Ham, that the sun is hot, Vatzel, Sainain, and the shade is cool. Haviyamir Barber Shais. So 10 o'clock in the morning, so if you're sitting in the sun, it's, 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 it's very hot, but if you're sitting in the, in the shade, 
you do not feel the heat of the sun. But by the time 12 o'clock comes, that's already called Kechoyim Hayyoyim. Good. Next. So the Mishnah told us that we could dive a mincha until Erev, until evening. When it came to Shachras, they said, Rav Kahana said, Since it was a Mishnah in Idias, in the choicest uh, Mishnahis, that's why we paskin like Rav Yehuda, that you should only dive in Shachras until the fourth hour. Hachamai, what, how do we paskin here by Mincha? Ishtik, he was quiet, and he didn't say anything. Let us, let us see for ourselves. You know, you're not giving me an answer, so I'll just, you know, take uh, anecdotal uh, evidence and figure out what we should do. May the Rav Mitzali, from the fact that Rav Mitzali, he would daven, he would make early Shabbos, the same way we do our classic early Shabbos minyanim during the, during the summer months in, in America. So that's what he did. He, he would daven early Arab Shabbos, but I don't think he did it in the summer. He probably did it all year round, but, but that's what he did. So So must be the fact that he's making early Shabbos. He's davening early. So how could he daven before before uh, sun, before sunset? He's davening Mara before sunset. It must be that you hold halachas of Rabbi Yehuda. According to Rabbi Yehuda, plaga mincha is the is is, is the uh, is the deadline for mincha. Once mincha is over, you're allowed to daven Marv. So that's why he's able to make early Shabbos. So let's say Shkia is at nine o'clock. Minneapolis in July, Shkia is nine o'clock. So you could make you could make your seven o'clock. Minion for Mincha, let's say Plaga Mincha 7.15, you daven your Mincha 7 o'clock, and at 7.15 already you could daven Marav. That is what Rav would do going with the Halacha Kirab Yehuda. So the Gemara says, Ad Rav, Mid Rav Huna, Rabbana Loyhav, Mitzalia Adorta. Yeah, Rav was the one that daven early, but everybody else didn't. Rav Huna, Rabbana, they didn't daven until, until night. So it must be Shmamina in Halacha Kirab Yehuda. Don't bring me a Raya that Rav used to daven, nobody else did. So what's the proof? So the Gemara says, You're right. We don't have any. We don't have any proof. Any proof? Since at the end of the day, we don't have a masar. We don't have a, a psak like Rabbi Huda or like the Chachamim. The avid kemar avid u the avid kemar avid. Do whatever you want. Pick one. You could pick uh, whatever you want to do is fine. Now in this discussion, there's a there's a there's a, a slew of, of of topics to talk about. What do you mean by the avid kemar avid the avid kemar avid? So some Rishonim say that it means you have to pick one for your entire life. That means, let's say, uh, people ask me this all the time. You, you, you live in New York, you get a job, and you're from a law firm, accounting firm. They tell you, by the way, part of the job is that you have to dive in at the Plague office minion. Okay? So Manhattan, so very often during the winter, they'll dive in Mincha, let's say, 315, and they'll dive in Marv at 325. You know, 10 minutes later, is that is Marv, 325. Plague office minion. No problem. He's going to grab Yehuda. The problem is on Sunday... He's going to, on, on regular Sundays or on Fridays, he's not davening Marv. He's not davening Mincha before Plag. He's davening Mincha at his Mincha Marv minion in Shul. He's davening Marv early. Or, I mean, he'll daven Mincha later, right? Or Shabbos. He's not going to always be davening Mincha before Plag. So, according to many of you, you cannot do that. The Avid Kamar means even when it comes to different days, you have to have one standard way of doing it. Now, again, there's Shasat Chak, there's a lot of other things to discuss, but that's, the, that's how everyone agrees. This is the basic. You have to have at least one to pick. To, to pick. There are those that say, they know that this is one sheet in the Rishonim. You don't have to have a, you don't, the of it is, goes by the day. As long as in that day you didn't mess up, you're fine. What does that mean? As long as today I dive in Mincha before Plag, I could dive in Marav, 
after Plag, even before Shkia. So let's say a person davens Mincha at his yeshiva minion, kolom minion, he daven two o'clock or something, and now you have to you have a flight to catch. So you want to daven Meir before your flight, even, with, even without a minion. So halachically, according to these Rishonim, since I davened Mincha before Plag today, I can daven Meirev even before Shkia as long as it's after Plag. So the other Kmarav means only by the specific day and not by. I don't have to have a, uh, a one, you know, one shita. So this really comes up, first of all, the, uh, the plag office minyanim. Second of all, this comes up in many, many uh, shuls. They have what they call, the, I call it the 7 o'clock sh- uh, Friday night minyan throughout the whole summer. So many shuls, especially within the, in the yeshiva world, they have a different time for mincha mara, for mincha during the, uh, during the summer months, based on plag. They call it the plag minyan. And if you go to you go to Flatbush, the five towns, the many shuls don't have that. They have the plag minion for those that want, but they have this, the standard seven o'clock early minion for mincha. Whether or not they're hitting plag, they don't care. <coughs> so often there are those that say, well, they, they, it's incorrect because the Gemara clearly says you have to dive mincha before plag and marv after plag. You can't dive in both after plag because then you're going like the chachamim that I could dive mincha after plag, but you go in the gabi they could dive marv before shkia. So you can't do that. So, first of all, a few things. Number one, the nose shouldn't be so high in the air because according to most Yishani, we can't do it anyways. Because you, on a regular <coughs> day, you don't daven like that. You, 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 on a regular day, you don't daven Mara before Shkia, right? So that, that's, a, that's a tremendous topic on its own. We really don't have time. But there's just a few things to consider when it comes to Shabbos. First of all, when it comes to Shabbos, there's a mitzvah of taking in Shabbos earlier. The Ramam says that we daven marav earlier when it comes to Friday. So perhaps we don't say this din of David Kamarovit, David Kamarovit. There's another hatter which is fascinating. It's not really brought in the place game. The Pri Yitzchak says like this that our mission has said, Tfilas Arvis ain't la keva. Tfilas marav doesn't have a specific time. What does that mean? So he says, based on the Vulnagain, that what it means is, as once I daven mincha, then that already starts the, the, that already starts my zman for marav. Once I can no longer daven mincha, this is the Tfilas Marv. So, Friday night, when a person's Makabal Shabbos, you can no longer have Mincha. <laughs> you can't have Mincha after you Makabal Shabbos. So, once I was Makabal Shabbos, I said, Lechadaydi, you know, I said, Miss Mashiach, I'm a Shabbos, Baruch, whatever. I was Makabal Shabbos. It's no longer the time for Mincha. So, once it's no longer the time for Mincha, I can't have Mincha anymore. You told me I could take in Shabbos. So, therefore, there's no problem of Tarki Tasasri. So, again, the other Kemar of it, the other of it. Even in even in uh, when it comes to the Friday minyanim, there are many shitas of the Shulchan, There's a magen avram. Many things to rely on for the uh, standard seven o'clock, you know, minyanim they have on the East Coast. We don't have it here, but maybe one day we'll have it here. But you never know. So there's definitely what to rely on. Additionally, if you're into zmanim, if you took an Excel spreadsheet and figured out 30 different variables of when plaga mincha is. Most of the time you'll get it anyways. By the time you you between mincha and your singing and your and your, and your ma'ariv, you'll probably have one of the opinions of plaga mincha. You know, there's there's all these different ways how to calculate it. Do you start from nates until shkia? Do you start from alois until tzeis? When tzeis? When's alois? You have a hundred different shitas. When 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 tzeis is right? So you, I just just pointing out that minah yisrael tyra. There's a lot to rely on of what. Many shuls, many rabbanim, allow the seven o'clock minyan throughout the uh, throughout the winter, throughout the summer months. Okay, let's keep going. Rav Nikol Gniva. Rav went up to Gniva. Vitzeli he davened Shabbos by Shabbos. He davened Marev on Shabbos. Uh, the Shabbos Marev on Friday. Vahava Mitzali Rabbi Yirmiyah bar Abul Acharei the Rav. He was davening behind him. Vesayim Rav. 
Rav finished his tefillah, but he didn't take his three steps back. He didn't want to interrupt the Shmanesri of Avirmiya. So Shmamina class. We learn out three things from this. Shmamina, first of all, Mispal Adam Shal Shabbos Rav Shabbos. You can daven, you can make early Shabbos. Shmamina Mispal Talmud Achari Rabbi. A Talmud could daven behind his Rebbe. Rabbi Yirmiya was davening behind Rav. Shmamina Asur Lav or Kenek on Mispal. A person cannot pass by someone who is davening. So the verse Messiah later, Rabbi Shubin and Levi, Tam Rabbi Shubin and Levi, Osir Lavor Kenegan Amispal, a person should not pass by someone who's middle of Shemun Esrei. There's a Shiloh in the Paiskim, we'll, maybe we'll, we'll talk about this on Shabbos, Shabbos afternoon. There's a Shiloh in the Paiskim about, let's say someone walks into Shul and stands by the door. He stands by the door and he's diving Shemun Esrei. So no one's allowed to walk out, and he, he probably came late and everyone wants to leave. So what do you do? So it really depends on why you cannot walk in front of someone that's diving. Is it because you're going to be, uh, you're going to take away their kavana? Well, this person surely doesn't care. Or let's say someone is closing, has their eyes closed. Someone has a sitter in front of them. Perhaps it would be mutter. Or maybe there's some type of concept that there's a hashras hashchina here. When a person's damaged from you cannot walk in front of the person. So we'll talk about different itzas, <laughs> different... Uh, Ways a person would, you know, be able to leave the shul when a guy is davening like that, blocking the entrance. Okay. So the Ami They used to walk in front of people that were davening. So the Ami Ravasi They would go beyond Dalat Amos. They would not walk within the Dalat Amos of someone davening Shmoneser. So now, now the Gemara goes into the question of davening behind your Rebbe. Now again, this is not really halacha lemaisa. Well, they were passed by. This is not really halach when it comes to davening behind your rabbi today. First of all, we always daven with a minion, so when you, people have seats, it's not the same. If someone was davening b'yechidos, them and the rabbi, then the shaila would, would be in a Additionally, most of us don't have one uh, rabbi movok. We don't have someone that taught us rev chachmas, rev you know, so we don't really have a din of a Rabbi Muvok today, but let's just see the Gemara. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yirmiya, Hechi Avid, Hachi Hali, Davin behind Rabbi, Vamar Rabbi Yehuda Marav, Lo'olam Ayispal Adam, Lo'ek Neged Rabbi, you shouldn't Davin parallel to your Rabbi, because it looks like you guys are equal, Lo'echoi Rabbi, not behind him, because as if you're second in command, the Tani or Beleza, Oymer, Hamaspal, Lo'echoi Rabbi, someone who Davin's behind this Rabbi, Vanoisin Shalom Rabbi, he say, what's up to your Rabbi, Vamachs Shalom Rabbi, and he responds to him as if, and he responds to your Rabbi as if he's a regular person. Like every other person, and you don't say Shalom Alecha Rebbe, Vacholik Al Yeshiva Rabbi, someone who argues on the Yeshiva, the institution of his Rebbe. Some say this means paskening without asking him permission, without getting smicha from him. Vaimer Davashloi Shemamipi Rabbi, someone who says something that he didn't hear from his Rebbe. So this could be interpreted either as if you say things that everyone assumes is from your Rebbe, but you never heard it from him. There's another way of learning this. There's a famous vart from one of the uh, Rabbanim, uh, Brisk, one of the Brisker, brisker Rubs, that basically they said like this, that if you want to say uh, my Tyra in your name, no problem. But don't say you're telling one of them, don't say you're Divrei Tyra and, and blame it on me, you know? So it's the same thing. If someone is, is blaming it, he needs to hang a hat on something. Oh, yeah, I heard, yeah, the Rabbi Moshe said this, so, and he made it up. So that'll be Goyim and Vashchinish at the Salakim. So again, you can, you can imagine why. Simple shot is that people are going to find out that you're lying. So they're going to question this whole Masara that we have. We have Masara, we have Midar, Ladar. Everyone's making things up. So it's Goyim Vashchinish at the Salakim. You're full of baloney. So you see from here at least that you can't daven after behind your rabbi. So the Gemara says, Shani, Rabbi Yirmi Bar Abba, Rabbi Yirmi Bar Abba wasn't considered a, uh, the Talmud of Rav, the Talmud Chavra Hava. He himself was a Talmud Chacham. So it wasn't a problem he was davening behind his rabbi. And this is why, if you look at the conversation, it makes sense. Tukamale Rabbi Yirmi Bar Abba La Rav, he told him, Me Badalt, have you. Uh, Separated yourself from Malacha, you're davening, making early Shabbos, so you're not doing Malacha, right? Amalei said, In. Bedilna, I did, 
I did separate from Allah. But what do you see from here? Vli'omar mi bedilmar. Did Rabbi, did Master, uh, uh, stop doing Malacha? He said, did you? He, he, uh, he, he called him, you know, as a regular person, so you see that he considered himself a parallel to Rav and not his Talmud. Fine. But you see from here that, again, the Gemara is going to jump on this, that once a person accepts Shabbos, even if it's earlier than the Zman, you can no longer do Malacha. The Gemara says, Umibadil, did Rav actually Makabo Shabbos, Vamrav Abin, Pamachas Espala Rebbe, Shal Shabbos, Be'er Shabbos, once Rebbe Davin, early Shabbos, Vinichnas Lamerchas Viyatza. Then he went into the bathhouse and he, uh, he came out. And this is already after the time where they made a Xera, a person's not allowed to walk into the bathhouses on, on Shabbos. So you see, he was not. Keeping Shabbos, and he taught us, and it still didn't get dark. It was so early. So you see that he did Malacha even after he was Makabo Shabbos. The Gemara says, He really didn't go to the bathhouse. He went to the Schwitz, to the, uh, to the sauna, right? So that wasn't part of the Xera then. There's a, the Gemara in Shabbos says this is also included in the Xera because people would go to the bathhouse, and when people would say, oh, how are you all wet and geschwitz? They'd say, no, I didn't go to the bathhouse. I went to the sauna. So they, made a, they added to the Xera. One is not allowed to use if someone's in the uh, Dead Sea Spa or something, you know, Yama Melach. So don't, uh, don't go to the, the, the Schwitz on Shabbos. There's a Rabbanon. The Kodim Gezera, however, this is before the Xera. So you see from here that... Oh, I'm sorry. So you see from here, you don't have a riot from here that Rebbe... Uh, did Malacha, really he didn't do Malacha, he went into the, the Schwitz, and that was before there was an Isser of going to then on Shabbos. The Gemara says, that he, Abaya allowed Rav Dimi to, to burn, to uh, temper the Sali, the, the baskets. So you see from, and even after he davened Marv, so you see that he davened Marv Friday afternoon, he made early Shabbos, and Abaya told him, yeah, you could, you could start fixing up your baskets, and you're doing some Malacha. So you see from here, you could do malacha even after you were Makabal Shabbos. The Gemara says, That was a mistake. He was Makabal Shabbos by mistake, meaning he, he thought, he looked at the, his calendar, he's reading three years ago's calendar, it says Shabbos 7 o'clock. He lights candles. Let's, let's, we didn't light candles yet, because that's, that's a discussion in the price game. <coughs> didn't light candles, but he says, Okay, I got to have Marv, it's Shabbos. Then he realizes, Oh, it's the wrong clock, nothing. It's not Shabbos yet. Yeah, so he made a mistake. The Gemara's going to be in case of a cloudy day. So it seems like from here, according to Abaya, if you were Makabal Shabbos by mistake, and it really isn't Shabbos yet, even though you could have been Makabal Shabbos early, you do not have to uh, keep Shabbos at that point. So by mistake, do we say you have to, uh, that Kabbalah Shabbos was not, was not a good Kabbalah Shabbos? It got very cloudy. They didn't have clocks, they didn't have, uh, uh, you know, Ways of telling exactly what time it was. So, they thought, wow, it's dark. Okay. They daven Shemati Shabbos for Shabbos. They daven early, Mati Shabbos on Shabbos. Nispazura of him, the Zarcha Hamar, all of a sudden the sun came out, and like, wait, it's still Shabbos. Ubo Vishalu es Rebbe, they came to ask Rebbe, what do we do? Right? Once you daven already, it's a good davening. So what's the kasha? The kasha is like this, the way Rashi explains, that since we see that davening was a good davening, so if the davening was a good davening, so then let's, let's go to our case. On Friday night, if a person davened marav, and it was a good davening, that means by davening you made it Shabbos. You accepted Shabbos upon yourself. So if davening was a good davening on Shabbos, so even Friday, davening was a good davening, so therefore they accepted Shabbos upon themselves. So you see, even when you made a mistake, still 
it should be Shabbos. How could Abaya tell 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 him to go? You could f- fix your baskets if he already died Marv, He accepted Shabbos upon himself. So Mar says no. Shani Tzibar Deloy Matruchin and Lehu. Really, davening was not a good davening, and really they should have davened Marv again much of Shabbos. This the story with the clouds and the, and the sun. Okay. However, it was however it would be too much of a schlep to start gathering people again to daven Marv again. So, okay, he already davened. It's fine. But let's say Friday, Friday afternoon, a person thinks it's Shabbos, and he davens Marv. So, halakhali, you tell him to daven again. He davened too early. He threw away Shabbos. He didn't want to accept Shabbos. You would daven again. It was too early. And therefore, it, was, it is not as if he, was, he accepted Shabbos. And that's the halacha. You look in the Paiskim, there's details on what exactly is called a mistake, the toys. If you look candles, perhaps, you can no longer call it a mistake because you already did an, an, an action. But uh, we'll leave it for the halacha lamaise. Okay, let's keep going. Amar Chibar Avon Rav Tzolish Shabbos Erev Shabbos. Rav Davin Shabbos early on, on uh, Shabbos davening early on Friday. Rav Yoshim Metzali Shamotzi Shabbos. Shabbos, he would daven the Motzi Shabbos davening on Shabbos itself. Rav Tzolish Shabbos Erev Shabbos. The Gemara says, I'm going to do Shalakos. I ain't going to do Shalakos. They make Kiddush. Before sunset, before before uh, it says, so Tashmad, Amar Rav Nachman, Amar Shmuel, Mespal Adam Shabbos by Arab Shabbos, Vaimer Kedusha Lakois. You can say Kedusha. So we do Hilchos Hakavase. That's what we paskin. We mentioned in the first Daf Yemishir Daf Beis. There's a discussion if you should wait or at least have another Kazayis of bread after Tzitzik Chavim. But everyone agrees. This is the Gemara here. Not everyone. Ninety-nine percent of the Rishonim agree. There's always someone that argues. Uh, from a different Gemara, but from this Gemara, it's clear that you're allowed to make Kiddush before sunset, before Hashecha, on a Friday. Once you accept the Shabbos, you're allowed to make Kiddush, and that's the Medigan Klai Yisrael. People make early Shabbos in the summer, they go home, they make Kiddush, not looking at the clock. There's a concept, there's a Chumrah of, of eating a Kezayis of bread after, after uh, Tzais, but that is not mentioned in this Gemara, and that is not how we pass it. Make then you do not have to. Rav Yoshim Mitzalei Shemotu Shabbos. Shabbos of Yoshim would daven Mitzalei Shabbos, davening on Shabbos itself. So the Gemara says, Omer Havdala Lakais. Ain't no Omer Havdala Lakais. Did he make Havdala early before Tzais? The Gemara says, Tashmad, Omer Hav Yehuda, Omer Shmuel, Mespal Adam Shemata Shabbos B'Shabbos. Omer Havdala Lakais. A person is allowed to make Havdala early. So Rabelski Zetzal Paskin, that let's say a person lives in uh, in Antwerp, or let's say even in New York, and you want to make, and your children are going to go to sleep early, Matzi Shabbos. Let's say it's the summer months. You know, it's August, and Shabbos is over nine thirty, and your children. Assuming they're above the age of Chinuch, are still going to go to sleep 7:30, 8 o'clock. They're going to go to sleep without hearing Avdallah. So he felt that a person should go with this shita, because we pass him not to do this, uh, to make Havdalah for them. Alakais, you cannot use ash, you don't use fire, you don't have to do basamim because you still have your neshama yisera. But you make a, a Havdalah type of Havdalah, a yantif type of Havdalah on a kais for your children before they go to sleep, or let's say a person themselves. Let's say you live in Antwerp and, and Shabbos, or Alaska. Shabbos could be over sometimes 11.45 at night. You want to go to sleep. Halach is you can make Havdalah prior to going to sleep. You wouldn't use Eish as long as it's after Plaga Mencha. Why not just do it Sunday morning? Oh, because that's already Bediyavid. This, this might be a little more, this already is, 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 the, is this man. Yeah, I hear. There are those that argue, argue with, uh, with Herbalski's Psa. Would they mess that up? Go Perhaps. That. I don't know. At least they should know you should make Avdal. But that's not halacha. There's a, uh, there's a question. Let's just do this for a moment. There's a question of, let's say Tisha B'Av. Tisha B'Av falls out. Let's say Tisha B'Av falls out on Sunday. So halacha is you can't make Avdal on Shabbos because you can't drink the wine. And it's not a time to make Avdal. So we make Avdal on Sunday night. Why can't the person just make Avdal on Shabbos? At Plaga Mencha. Let's say an Oinin. Someone lost uh, one of the Shiva Kraven on Shabbos. So halacha is then once Sunday comes, they're ready 
in Aninas. They have to bury the mace. So why don't they just make Havdalah? Instead of having a whole Shailun, Shulchanar, Ramah, what to do on Havdalah, just make Havdalah. Shabbos afternoon, make Havdalah at 5.45, Plaga Mencha. So according to the Shulchanar, the Machaber, no problem. And I, I was talking to John Gramazin back in the, during the nine days, we were talking about this, would the Svaradim hold to actually make a Havdalah on Shabbos? He said he never heard anyone doing that, but according to the Rabbi Vadi Yosef and the Shulchanar, no problem. The Ramah says we don't do this. Mishra explains why. First of all, for us it would be Taki the Sasri. We, 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 we're not davening mincha until the shkia time already. So it'd be a taki disaster for us all year round. We don't consider plaga mincha nighttime. That's number one. Number two, it looks odd. Bad chinuch. And number three is that perhaps if someone made avdala, he's going to do malacha. He's going to go now and start driving. So therefore, we never do this. Oinein, tishabav, we never do. Uh, we never go with this plag option for havdalah. Let's keep going. On this side of this beam, he uh, uh, he the early early Shabbos. It was the side of the tree, not the beam. It was a different person. It wasn't Friday. Uh, evening davening, Ella Shamati Shabbos, Shabbos Haba, it was the Mati Shabbos davening, he davened early. The, the last part of the Mishnah said, Tfilas Arab ain't Keva, Marav has no Keva, no set time, my ain't Keva, what does it mean there's no set time? That you could dive in the entire night. So the Gemara, so the Gemara says, listening to Lisa Erev, you should have just said that I could dive in Marav the entire night. It's like the one who holds Arvis Rishos. The Tfila of Marav is considered Rishos. The Amrav Yudam Rishmul. Tfila's Arvis. When it comes to Tfila's Arvis, Rabbi Gamliel Amr Chayva, Rabbi Shu Amr Rishos. Rabbi Shu says it's a Rishos. Amr Abai Halach Kedivri Amr Chayva. Halach is like. Uh, the one who says Chayva Varava Amar, so we pass can almost always pass him like Rava, except for Yachagam. Halacha Kedivri Haimer Rishos. We pass can Tilas Arvus is Rishos. What's the Nafkamina for us? The Ramam says either way, the Minigas to Dav Marv, we always Dav Marv. However, when it comes to women, we said, when it comes to Chazar Sashats, there's no Chazar Sashats by Marv. Toysus points out here that when it comes to mitzvahs that are, that are passing by, those type of things, that we always consider Marv a uh, inferior Tfilah as far as obligation, obligatory, to mincha or shachars. Let's just introduce the next piece. The next piece is a, is a longer piece that basically after the Chorban HaBayis, the Chorban Bayis Sheni, so Rabbi Yechon and Zakai Davin for Yavnev Chachamela, that we should have our Tamid Chacham still around, the Sanhedrin. Additionally, one of the things he asked for was that the, that the base Nasi would always be kept, that we should have, that the, that the Romans would allow us to have some type of uh, Nasi, which is basically the king to to lead Klai Yisrael. So it was very important as we were going into Gullus to have covered Tamid Chamim, to have the covered for the for the Nasim. And therefore you're going to see Rabbi Gamliel acted we would see what would seem to us out of character here, but he wasn't trying to defend his own covered. He was trying to defend the covered and the Nasim. So we're going to see the uh, the story here. There's many stories in Shas that this Gemara brings where Rabbi Gamliel called someone out for going against the Psak of, of the Nasi. So uh, we'll continue this tomorrow, Mr. Shem.